High Noon with George Hook. News Talk 106 to 108. Thanks for that, Andrea. This is High Noon and this is Kira Kelly and we are coming to you from the Ploughing Championships today. Yes, indeed, it is day three of the 2017 National Ploughing Championships in Scregan, County Offaly. Uh, I am a ploughing virgin. I've never been here before and it is... Oh, it's unbelievable. I'm telling you, this is, forget the electric picnic, this is the electric picnic, but for farmers with very cool wellies. And it turns out farmers are far more sophisticated than uh, you might have otherwise imagined in terms of their, their wellies. I, I was greeted when I arrived by uh, a man who kindly pointed out that I had Kylie Minogue wellies. Uh, I didn't know that was a thing, but apparently I do. My wellies are purple. But there you go. And we have loads coming up on today's programme. I will be talking to Tom Kyo of Kyo's Crisps. What's your favourite crisp flavour? Let me know. 53106. Mine is probably cheese and onion. I'm a bit boring. I quite like salt and vinegar too, but it does kind of burn the lips. Uh, And we'll have Bill Hughes, of course, because it is Thursday with another essential song at half past one. But first up, these are the things that are making me think today. Study in today's Irish Daily Mail says two thirds of women, two thirds of women would rather stay at home and not work if they could afford to. They'd like to be at home with their kids, uh, raising them and doing all that stuff. And they don't actually want the career. The career is all about paying the bills. Is that surprising to us? What do, what do we think about that? Um, I don't know that it is that surprising. I think probably if you <laughs> surveyed two thirds of men and they could stay at home and didn't have to work, they might agree to do the same thing. Um, I have about 12 jobs, as, as, as people keep telling me, uh, and I do like to be able to work. But isn't that what it's all down to? Isn't it all about choice? Isn't it about being able to decide whether or not you want to work or don't want to work and that we're not putting people in boxes? I think it is. And I also think that women should be facilitated to stay home uh, if they want to. And I think that they should also be uh, facilitated to go to work if they want to. I think that's probably true of men as well as of women. Um, and I suppose the other thing I think is is that most people, the reason they are working is very simple, men and women. We can't afford not to. Isn't that the case? Yeah. The price of mortgages, the price of rent. Who, who can afford to live on one income? Those days appear to be over for everybody. And uh, are we a bit poorer for society? I, do, I don't know. Let me know what you think. 53106. And of course, the other thing that people are talking about today all over the place is the My Taxi app, which has said they're going to add a two euro uh, booking fee to every taxi journey now. What do we think about that? It's going to be a lot more expensive for people. I'm not a big taxi user myself because I don't live in Dublin, but um, lots of people do. And we are supposed to be encouraging, I suppose, public transport and and, and taxis are, of course, part of that. But um, what do we think? Do you think that's a fair thing that apparently before it was coming out of the driver's income and now the drivers are saying no more of that, but also does make it more expensive for, for people who maybe have no option but to travel by taxi, which is probably quite uh, a lot of us. Let me know what you think. You can tweet me at Kira Kelly Doc. You can tweet us at High Noon NT or you can text me at 53106 at a cost of 30 cent. Now... Researchers in NUI Galway have uncovered a grim secret about some of our most well-known health supplements, or as they're like to be called, superfoods. A team of experts down there have discovered that popular items like spirulina and supergreen contained traces of faecal bacteria. That doesn't sound very nice, does it? And joining me now, live at the National Ploughing Championship, to discuss this and to tell me what she thinks, and she knows a thing or two about foods, is dietitian Aoife Hearn. Aoife, you're very welcome to the programme. Why, thank you. Good morning. I'm delighted to see you. Tell me this. Is this the beginning of the end for superfoods? Oh, God. You know what? The thing is, there really are no superfoods. That's the thing, right? And... I just want to see people eating food. Like, it's so interesting. People are popping pills and taking potions and thinking it's going to make them healthy and they're not eating their vegetables.
pills. They're not getting, you know, the goodness from real food. So, to be honest, it's not very surprising to me, though. You know, like... Talk to me a little bit. That's very interesting. You don't believe there's any superfoods. So that's all marketing, is it? Is it all, all spin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and actually with EU uh, labelling laws now, you're really not allowed to term any food a superfood. So it's not really a legal term and there's no one regulating that term either, you know. So um, there are lots of super things in food itself, but no one superfood. And just bringing it back to the marketing, are we vulnerable to this, Aoife? Do we, do we sort of think to ourselves this must be good for us I've bought it in a health food shop it's, it says organic it says superfood or mm-hmm. whatever on the thing. and we're somehow seduced by that instead of chopping up a bit of broccoli and, and, and eating it raw or cooked or whatever yeah and I think like I think everyone listen it's human nature isn't it just want this quick fix for anything yes. in our life you know but unfortunately like food is just not that way and I think the thing to understand is you know like you said we go into health food shops and things say natural or organic but there's no one regulating supplements in any shape or form so you know supplements are not made like our medicine is made in controlled environments where you know what's on the label is actually in it you know we know that even even before this study, we know that 20% of supplements can have steroids in it. And we saw last year, you know, Kerry Footballer testing positive from a substance he believed to be safe. So, you know, I think it really shines a spotlight on the whole supplement industry. It is a multi-billion euro industry, but not regulated at all. That's very interesting, too, because what you're... Uh, forgive me for paraphrasing, but what you're saying is things that are marketing and selling themselves as healthy and natural and good for you are actually a big industry that maybe is not all you know not all as scrupulous as you might want it to be well like I suppose at the end of the day it's business isn't it so they want to make money like this is not about people being healthy you know and I suppose the interesting thing from this study about spirulina and, and green, super greens is people are probably taking these things to boost their immune system and some of these things had antibiotic resistant bacteria found in them so they're actually doing way more damage than good how dangerous would it be for somebody to consume faecal matter that was antibiotic resistant and all that kind of stuff it doesn't sound good it sounds like something that would be the opposite of what you might want to do if you were if you were choosing to do this you know people the people who take superfoods and all are often mm-hmm. very concerned about toxins and yes. detoxing yes. and all all that stuff yes. um but yet what they're consuming with these stuff is, is pretty toxic. Pretty toxic. And, you know, you'd say maybe for the vast majority of people that are healthy, maybe it's not going to pose a huge risk. But we think then about people maybe who've gone through cancer treatment, who'd have, you know, an immune system that's slightly compromised. We think of pregnant women. We think, think maybe of the elderly. You know, other people that will have immune compromised um, state and taking something like this will definitely pose a huge risk and I know this study that uh, from NUI Galway was very small but absolutely every single product they tested tested positive for this faecal matter so for that to me is, is quite worrying I suppose Say that again So Absolutely. Every, it was very small sample size, but every single one of them that they tested, tested positive. And they tested a fairly broad array of them and yep. all of them are contaminated. Yeah. I hear. So, like, I mean, <laughs> but again, you know. Pooper foods, not superfoods. <laughs> Absolutely. But again, you know, eat real food. That's what I always well, say. Well, this is what I was going to say to you, because people who are listening and lots of people, they're just trying to do the right thing. Yeah. They, they're, they're not. Egypt. They're just trying to do the right things. And they, they think, well, I'll take these supplements. They're going to be good for me. I, I, you know, I want to be healthy. This is something I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. And now they're going, ah, I'm hearing now that these things have faecal matter. What do I do? If somebody wants to, you know, we, we keep getting different information for people. And I understand that people are bamboozled. But, you know, mm-hmm. it was five a day. And then someone said, no, it's seven a day. Seven and it could it be ten now. a day and <laughs> all this stuff. In terms of people's consumption, Aoife, of of fruit and vegetables and salad and plant-based mm-hmm. stuff 
what should the average person be taking in in a day? So I would say if people can get two pieces of fruit a day and half their plate vegetables at lunch and dinner, they're doing a really good job. You know, so try and get vegetables into lunchtime, be it into a sandwich like, you know, spinach, tomatoes, whatever, cucumber, you know. And then at dinner time, really put an effort into having a nice, brightly coloured plate that half your plate are full of vegetables and again you know frozen vegetables can work it doesn't have to be fresh all the time really you know? because Absolutely. a lot of people would would sort of think oh I've lost the goodness now if I freeze no, it once you steam them and not boil them so when we boil things we tend to lose a lot of the goodness into the water but when you steam them they don't touch the water it'll keep the nutrition quality I cook uh, I don't know I'm probably saying all the wrong things I cook quite a lot of my vegetables in the microwave is yeah. that bad well again generally you're probably only adding a tiny amount of water well, I, sometimes I add no water at all yeah I just and once cover you them. don't you know incinerate them to within an inch of their life uh, then that's probably good now uh, we would prefer people to steam them but listen getting in vegetables is really the most important thing you know and again like people take spirulina for their antioxidants but again like there's so many antioxidants packed into even like Irish fresh strawberries in the summer and broccoli and you know spinach all of these things yeah, so. yeah, yeah you tell me that because for people who are kind of going oh no don't take my, my spirulina away from me yes. what could you replace something like super green or spirulina with what supposing people are now going okay I'm not eating that anymore that are not buying that supplement anymore that Mm -hmm. sounds horrendous if they wanted to replace sort of like for like down in, in the grocery shop or down in the vegetable shop or whatever what should they be buying? Well I guess oftentimes people will add these things into smoothies right in the morning so you could add spinach and you could add kale things like that will give you the folic acid will give you the antioxidant and a good variety of vitamins in it so there and, and the green factor if that's what people really like <laughs> they do seem to like the green factor I think it makes them feel feel uh, good about themselves do you think these kinds of studies do you think they make any impact on the popularity of supplements do you think that or do you think that people are sort of some people in this area are a little bit immune to fact around uh, you know they, they believe it to be good they think that the the you know that big pharma is coming between them and mm. their supplements or something like that do you mm. think a lot of big pharma here today lots of big farmers <laughs> as well do you think that there is uh, th- that the rise of the supplement is going to continue Probably, because I think we are all vulnerable at different stages in our life to think we need to take something to fix us. But again, I suppose it's really trying to educate people and support people to make better food choices that they can do it without supplements, that there are very few populations that need supplements. You know, pregnant women are one. Um, vitamin D then for the vast majority is really important. But actually, like multivitamins for the vast majority of people don't actually really do anything. So keep your money in your pocket or buy new shoes, new bags. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> If, if you've just joined us, this is my guest is, is Eva Hearn, who is dietitian with Operation Transformation. And she's just telling us that, you know, keep your money in your pocket. Vitamins are, are, are a waste of money. And we are talking about supplements and the fact that supplements, a lot of them, in fact, all of them in a study in NUI Go, we have been contaminated with faecal matter, which is of great concern to us all. Eva, in general terms, do you think Irish people are getting more on board with the whole idea of healthy eating? Do you think that's a, a movement, a change? I think there's definitely a lot more focus on it. Um, You know, the one thing we would see, though, year on year is that our fibre intake is reducing, reducing, reducing. And, you know, we see that potato consumption in Ireland particularly is reducing. And I think, you know, we often like we feel pasta and rice are maybe better or healthier or easier, whatever it is. But we know that fibre is really, really important. So our fruit and veg, you know, and potatoes, again, are key factors. Potatoes higher in fibre than pasta or or rice? Um, They'll be higher than white pasta and actually 
rice, even brown rice, has very little fibre in it. So, you know, potatoes would be a really good choice with the skin on. (laughs) Is that down to the death of the carb as well? Carbs have taken quite the bashing, haven't they? You know, the whole world is carb phobic. You know, we kind of look at it and think we're going to die or something, you know. So, (laughs) I mean, and the evidence doesn't back it up. You know, uh, we need carbs for our brain to function. We need it for our muscles to work well, for, you know, normal energy from day to day. Now, obviously, eating lots of biscuits, crisps, fizzy drinks that are also carbs, they're not the kind of carbs we want. But we actually see now that people are eating more processed carbs and less, you know, um, uh, carbs that have fiber. So like our whole grains and our fruit and veg and things. So if a superfood strike me as a bit of a fashion, to be honest, Mm -hmm. and I think there is a lot of food fashion. uh, If somebody wants to be ahead of the curve, where's the next food fashion going to come from? Oh, I think maybe uh, Mackey Berries, I think. I was looking at something on it last <laughs> night. Very interesting. All these foods we've never heard of. I know, I know. But again, you know, I think eat seasonal food. You know, we've got lots of great farmers here that have really got great produce in Ireland. I think sometimes we undervalue how what high quality we have for our meat and, you know, yeah. for our fruit and veg in Ireland. So, again, I think really we should be eating more traditional foods that our ancestors would have eaten in the past, you know. Irish food, you're dead right, is absolutely fantastic. Last question for you. Complete curveball. Oh, uh, <laughs> you heard me there at the, at the top of the show just talking about that study in the Irish Daily Mail. Two thirds of women would yes. prefer to be able to stay at home if they could. Yeah. What do you reckon about that? You know, I, I, you know, I have two small kids. So Dylan's just turning three and Alva's one and a half. And to be honest, if it had no effect on my career and if financially we could take a hit for a few years, I think I would choose to be at home. I love being at home yeah. with them. Maybe not forever. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I'd, I'd want to cut off my work in life forever. I really enjoy my work as well. I know but there do. is a lot of stress with it. There's a lot of pressure getting places. And I think... When the kids are young and like Alva has not been the best sleeper, like it is definitely challenging. And there are days that you just want to spend more time with them. And but like, you know, it would be have a negative impact on my career. So what can you do? The show has to go on and you do your best for everyone. You yeah. Know? And, and I do think for a lot of young women, sometimes you feel you're doing everything badly. You're doing badly at work and badly mm. at home. And that's a horrible way to, yeah. to, to be. Uh, my thanks to Aoife Hearn, who is, of course, dietitian for talking to us about superfoods not being so super. Still loads to come on High Noon today. We will be continuing our our series looking at what is happening for Culture Night in various parts of Ireland. Today we'll be looking at Offaly. Big shout out to Offaly here. Of course, we're in the ploughing. And Tom Kyo, the farmer behind Kyo's Crips, will be with me. Stay tuned.